Hey, DJ, the Oscars are coming up. Are you excited? Not really. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I did like some of the movies. Do you want to do you want to talk about it? Yep. We're a couple of guys who like to watch movies, cinema nerds who made it our duty to make a show where we break down, discuss, and review. We're the men who watch movies. Hello and welcome to a new episode of The Men Who Watch Movies. My name is Alec. And my name's DJ. Yes. And... Today, we're going to discuss a couple of different topics. The first being the Oscars. They're going to happen uh, this Sunday. Uh, So uh, we're going to discuss some of the movies that we've seen, some of the ones that we think deserve to win, uh, you know, and some that we think were terrible. Now, uh, we haven't seen all of them, uh, but we're going to discuss the ones that we have and uh, what we like about them. Uh, And then we're going to talk about a different topic, uh, remakes. Uh, There are two remakes that are up for Best Picture this year, and we thought we would discuss uh, other remakes, uh, you know, that have come out uh, in the previous years. And we're going to talk about good ones, bad ones, and ones that are so-so. But first, we're going to go over the movie news of the week. So uh, first off, uh, they're making another Godzilla vs. King Kong movie. Uh, What do you think about that? It would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're very entertaining movies. Uh, we have first started with uh, Kong Skull Island, right? That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I w- you know, it, it, it's like a story about you know King Kong basically, but you know, it's it's very good. You no, know, yeah. And then who did they have in it? Uh, John Goodman, uh, Samuel Jackson, um, Tom Hiddleston, who you may remember as Loki in the from the Marvel movies. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, you know, love Tom Hiddleston. Uh, and then, of course, they made Godzilla versus King Kong. Now, you know, they're, I think those movies are all about the spectacle. They're not exactly, you know, cinematic masterpieces. But, uh, you know, it's they're fun. They're fun to watch. So we'll look forward. We'll, uh, maybe we'll do a, rev- a review of uh, uh, Kong versus Godzilla 2. Uh, also, uh, Craven the Hunter is filming. Um, I don't know if you've seen the pictures, but they they released some, uh, some pictures uh, from the set. Uh, and they're not official as if someone's taking photos, uh, but you can see uh, they're filming some scenes. Uh, how do you think that's going to be? Well, it's going to look good. You know, Aaron Taylor Johnson looks like Craven the Hunter. You know, he has that the Euro accent. Yeah. He, he can do a really good accent. You know, I mean, he's known for Quicksilver and Avengers Age of Ultron. He's very good. So I'm so, you know, he's going to be good as Craven the Hunter. Yeah, I really hope so. Uh I don't know, though, because uh, Sony lately, uh, they haven't been uh, really doing a good job with their movies. Uh, Venom was okay. Uh, it was a little too comedic for my taste. You know, but I feel like they should have really made Venom uh, a little bit more of a scary character. He's become kind of like a, like a comic relief almost. Uh, how did you like the Venom movies? They're pretty good. You know, Tom Hardy has like this. Uh, um, he sounds like Mike Tyson a little bit. <laughs> really? uh, yeah yeah so like that but you know you know he has like yeah he's different but you know the venom character the one that tom hardy does you know it's it's oh, very good you mean when he's uh eddie brock he sounds like mike tyson yeah a little bit just a little bit <laughs> i could i could kind of see that. uh and then of course there's morbius coming out 
And um, I, I don't know. So far, I haven't heard anything good about it. So, uh, are you looking forward to seeing that? Oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to see it. Okay. Forward. Yeah, actually, I want to do a review on that. So whenever that comes out, uh, I think it's uh, April 1st, right? Yes, it's uh, almost close to your birthday. Yeah, what a what a present. Uh, so <laughs> we'll go and see that and then we'll do a review uh, right on this podcast. Uh, but so far, I haven't heard anything good about it. Uh, they've dropped some spoilers about some cameos um, and how it's a little bit disappointing. But I'm not going to mention them here. I don't want to uh, do spoilers on this podcast. And then uh, the Batman is still going strong in theaters. Uh, it's in its third weekend with. 36.8 million. Uh, so that's pretty damn good. Cool. Yeah. Uh, of course, we did a review on our very first episode of The Men Who Watch Movies. So go ahead and give that a listen. Uh, but yeah, we both liked it, right? Yep. It was very, very, very good. Yeah, definitely. And on a side note, uh, did you hear uh, that Paul Dano is actually working on a comic book prequel uh, about the Riddler? Oh, I didn't know about that. It's a. Uh... It's it's a comic book adaptation? Yes. Uh, so it's going to be, I think it's called The Riddler uh, Year One. Well, that looks cool. I, uh, is it going to be like a movie or is it a book? Well, it's, it's based off the movie version of The Riddler, of course, and it's, uh, but it's going to be a comic book. So that, that's going to be interesting. It's going to be a good one to add to your collection. Yeah, it's a really, 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 really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did a really great job. And, and uh, it's interesting, uh, you know, to see him uh, get into comic books like that. And then uh, on our final piece of news, the producers uh, may have confirmed that a sequel to Nobody is in the works. Of course, Nobody is a film. It's an action uh, film led by Bob Odenkirk, who, you know, we know from Better Call Saul, uh, Breaking Bad. Uh, what did you think about that movie? Oh, it was awesome. You know, Bob Odenkirk is no good. You know, I heard that they had a, that he trained for the movie and I heard that when he went on a Jimmy Kimmel for an, for an interview, he uh he had that makeup on, and Jimmy Kimmel was like, ugh, like <laughs> was it like um like uh like bloody makeup or something like that? Yeah, yeah. it was like bloody makeup, scars and whatnot, and it was stuff <laughs> like that. But Jimmy Kimmel thought that you know Bob Odenkirk was you know um that he actually like- that he actually got into a fist fight or whatnot. But you know um all that aside uh. I think it's going to be a pretty good new year on how they're going to make movies and whatnot. So I'm I'm excited about Morbius. I'm excited about whatever movies that are coming out. So oh, definitely, yeah. They're, they're this uh, this year, 2022. So far, politically, it's very awful, but uh, cinematically, I think we have some interesting stuff coming out this year. So hopefully, yep. that'll be the silver lining of this uh, shitty year. <laughs> <laughs> some good movies so and that's what we're all about we're not gonna we're not gonna get uh into you know we're not gonna get off too off topic here not to get off topic uh all right that concludes this week in movie news uh so oscars uh like i mentioned they're uh, they're coming up this sunday uh yeah there's a lot of movies um not all of them uh, seem that interesting to me i mean a lot of times uh the oscars gets uh criticized for picking like boring movies but I felt like there are a few uh, good ones this year. Uh, of course, uh, Best Picture. Uh, we have uh, Don't Look Up was nominated. Uh, have you seen Don't Look Up? No, I, I, um, I don't think I have. Is it a new one or is it recent? Yeah, it has. Uh, it's it's an, Well, it's from last year. Uh, but it has. Uh, what's her face from uh, The Hunger Games? 
Oh, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. And then it has, uh, I'm drawing, my, I don't know, I'm having a total brain fart today. What's the guy, uh, he was in the uh, Aviator. Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> of course. Yeah, I'm sorry, my brain is fried. Uh, we're, we're doing this kind of early today. Yeah, yeah, so Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> and basically, it's a story about these scientists, they're, they're astronomers, and they discover that this uh, meteor is going to hit Earth, and it's going to be a world-ending disaster. And so they go to warn the government, they go to warn everybody, but they're not taking it seriously. And uh, it's supposed to be a, um, a commentary on global warming, how people aren't believing that it's real and it's not going to affect anybody. And I feel like it was really, it was too on the nose about the commentary. And I feel like it, uh, all the characters are really cartoonish. I did not like it. I don't know why it's nominated for Best Picture. The way it's filmed, it reminds me of one of those movies. Have you heard of those movies where... Uh, I think there's two of them. There's like it's, there's one called Valentine's Day, and there's one called like New Year's Eve or something. Oh yeah, I I've, I heard of that. No, they're like rom coms or something. Yeah, they're like, like, but they're 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 filled with like a bunch of actors. Uh, it's basically just for uh, you know just to fill them up with you know just for actors' sake, I guess. Yeah, but, yeah uh, it's awesome. This this is what that reminds me of. It's filled with a bunch of actors. It has like Jonah Hill. It has. Uh, I don't know. Sorry, I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, Meryl Streep as the president. Uh, and it has Ariana Grande. She plays a pop star. And it just filled with a bunch of cameos for some reason. And uh, I don't know. It just seemed, it doesn't seem like best, best picture material. And I think a lot of people agree. Uh, I've heard online. I, definitely a miss for me. Uh, Dune. Dune, that was a good one. What did you think yep. of Dune? Oh, it, it was very good. You know, I think it was like a three hour movie or. It seemed like it. but Yeah, uh, yeah it was. It was it was very, very good. Um, yeah, it, it won for best picture. So yeah, you well, know, I mean, we we don't know that yet. But actually, I hope it does win for best picture. I hope. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was very good. It's it can it's a little confusing if you haven't read the books uh, or seen the previous movie, the first iteration uh, with um, uh, Sir Patrick Stewart and I forget the was it Kyle Kyle McLaughlin or something like that. I think it was. Yeah. Um, I mean that that one, that one's a very infamous for being like very uh, not 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 so much bad. I think it's uh, over the years it's gotten looked at in a better light, but it's very odd, uh, definitely. And it, this one did a better job of updating uh, some of the lore of the books and making it a little bit more uh, interesting and consumable, I guess. Uh, definitely very visually striking. Would you agree? Oh yes, uh, very very um, very good. Yeah, I mean, the effects were great. I feel like um, for a visually, like a special effects heavy movie, I feel like it didn't seem, it didn't take me out of it. A lot of times those special effects, if they don't pull them off just right, it takes me out of the movie. And I, I'm like, you know, it's just, it's just too, it just looks so fake. But this one, it was very visually stunning. It, um, I mean, that's, that's pretty much all I have to say about that. It's visually stunning. We're not going to get too much into detail about the movies. I have a lot to cover. Um yeah, and then uh, another one I've seen was uh, the Power of the Dog. Uh, have you heard of that? I don't think I've seen it, but I I I've heard about it. Yeah, so it has uh, Benedict uh, Cumberbatch. Oh yes, uh, yeah, of yeah, course he plays yeah. Doctor Strange. Yeah, Marvel uh, Universe. Yeah, and it has Kirsten Dunst in it. Oh yeah, from the Spider Man, from the Sam Raimi version of Spider Man. Of course, my favorite. Uh, I know this movie had a lot of. Uh, 
buzz about it going around because it was, it was catching a lot of flack because people said it was boring and it wasn't a good Western movie. I know uh, Sam Elliott, he made yep. a commentary about it. Did you hear that? No, I didn't. He uh, he liked it or was no, it? No, he said it was a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is one big pile of shit. Uh, no. But actually, I, I, I watched it with the intent of, of ragging on it. Like I thought it was going to be bad and a boring movie, but actually it was pretty good. Um, I liked it. The acting was great. It was, uh, it was, it was another cinematically stunning movie, a total opposite of Dune. It, you know, of course it's very, it's not special effects heavy at all. I mean, there's no special effects really. Um, at least none that I noticed. Um, but it's, you know, it's a very, uh, interesting story. Uh, Benedict Cumberpatch plays like this, this, you know, he's like a rancher. He's a big asshole. And, uh, his, his brother is actually, uh, in real life, uh, the guy who plays his brother is Kirsten Dunst's, uh, husband. Oh. Yeah. And, um, and so the, his brother ends up falling in love with Kirsten Dunst and he resents that. And, uh, so he ends up, uh, basically mentally torturing Kirsten Dunst and her son who he thinks is, you know, he's very feminine and, you know, there's a lot of, you know, commentary about like toxic people and, it was, it, I think it was done really well. And there's some revelations about the character that pop up later in the movie. I'm, like I said, I'm not going to go into detail. I don't want to spoil anything, but it, I think it's really good. And then also um, West Side Story I saw. I mean, it's, it's pretty decent for a remake. I mean, of course, the original is a classic, but uh, I feel like they did an okay job. So which one of those? Uh, I mean, of course, okay, let me list all the movies that are going for Best Picture. Uh, now, like I said, you know, some of these we haven't seen. Uh, Nightmare Alley, I haven't seen that one. Don't Look Up, I, I would not recommend it. Uh, Dune, you, would you recommend Dune? Definitely, I, I recommend Dune. You know, it's very good. You no, know, they got good casting, so you no, know, it's, it's it's very good. So, um, for those who are watching the podcast, um, you know, watch Dune on DVD or whatever whatever device it's on. It's uh, it's streaming again on uh, HBO Max, right? Yep. Um, Belfast, which I haven't seen. That would have been a perfect movie for. Our St. Patty's Day episode, which was our episode number two. So give that a listen. We talk about Leprechaun and uh, the Boondock Saints. Uh, but Belfast is uh, Kenneth Branagh, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's a story about his, uh, what's well, a? it's like based off his childhood. Uh, CODA, it stands for uh, Children of Deaf Adults. I heard about that. Yeah, right. Right. Um, I heard good things, right? I heard it was a very good movie, and I don't know if it's up for an Academy Award oh, yeah, or... Yeah, it's up for a lot of awards. Uh, uh, it's up for Best Picture. Uh, I heard it was very emotional film. I heard uh, some people cried watching it, so I, I want, definitely want to give that uh, a look. And then King Richard, about the the father of Venus and Serena Williams. I haven't seen it. I've been, it's just so much going on right now. I haven't had time to sit down and watch these movies, but uh, Will Smith is up for... Uh, best actor. I love Will Smith. Uh, what do you think? Oh yeah, uh, King Richard is good. Actually, I I saw it on HBO Max. It's very, very, very good. You know, oh, you saw King Richard. Oh yeah. Oh well, there you go. Very so good. You've seen, you've seen two Academy Award nominated films, uh, and so you, you ended up you did like it. Oh yeah, it was, it was it was very good. But yeah, you know, Will Smith is you know Will Smith. You know, he's um yeah he's um he's doing a good job. Oh definitely, he always does a pretty good job. Uh, it's come a long way from. Uh, Fresh, the Fresh Prince. <laughs> yep. Uh, but, you know, I love that show. The theme song, of course, you know. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's very good, but not to get too off topic. Yeah, not to get too off topic. They're making a reboot of the, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yes, with I've new, seen that. With, it's, new it's, actor, with it's, new actors. Yeah, it's very interesting. It's it's more of like a serious take on it, right? 
yeah, yeah, it's a serious take, not a comical take, but it's very serious. I don't know who's going to play Uncle Phil or Ann Vivian or whoever's going to play Will Smith. So I, I don't know. I, I hope there's going to be some cameos in there. I know, right? Yeah, I hope I hope they do cameo in that. Uh, very interesting take on that. They're, they're doing a lot of that. Um, they're bringing back old properties and kind of making them fresh. Although this isn't a continuation of the original show. It's like a, it's like a complete reboot. Uh, and then, uh, there's, uh, licorice pizza, which I haven't, I haven't seen that. I, I wanted to see it. Uh, of course it has uh, the son of, um, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. His son is in licorice pizza and, uh, and then, um, yeah. yeah and then the, the actress is, I think her name is Alana Heim. Which is yep. part of the a band with their sisters called Heim. Uh, I heard a lot of good things about it. I, the, I like the trailer. It has a Bradley Cooper in it. And I was going to see it, but then I heard a lot of stuff online about how it was weird because Philip Seymour Hoffman's son is, is younger than, and, than Alana Heim. And people were, I don't know, people were making comments about how that's just inappropriate. So I was like, ah, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it later when it comes out on streaming or something. Yeah. So, uh, which which of those films? Which one do you hope wins? I wouldn't mind if Dune won as well. I think Dune was just oh yeah yeah Dune should amazing. win. You know it's very 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 good. Although I do hope uh, Will Smith wins for King Richard. You know I hope he does. He's a very 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 good actor. Like I said, I haven't seen it, but I mean I, yeah, he's he's a great actor. I mean he's you know he he always in, uh, he hasn't always had hits, but uh, it's always definitely fun to watch him, no matter what it is. Uh, for best actor. Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Andrew Garfield is oh, like yeah. the best actor. Oh yeah, uh, he was in the movie Tick Tick Boom. Uh, I would, I know, you have you said you haven't seen that, right? No, I don't think I have seen Tick Tick Boom. It's going to win an Academy Award. I really hope so. I um, I think if either Will Smith or Andrew Garfield would win, I would be pleased. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is also up for that role. I feel like I feel like I would hope, but Andrew Garfield really, uh, he really did a great job in Tick Tick Boom. He 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 was actually really good. He he sang all of his songs in that. It's about the the guy who made the play Rent. Yeah, I, yeah, the musical. I heard about the musical. It was very very good. Rent. Uh-huh. It was yeah, very very good. I would definitely check out Tick Tick Boom. It's on Netflix. You can watch it right now. Uh, it did a phenomenal job. For best actress, uh, Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye. That's on. You can watch that on. I believe HBO Max right now. Yeah, yeah, it's on HBO Max. So. uh yeah, yeah, go watch it. You know, Jessica Chastain is so awesome, and you know, all of her movies are so awesome. Yeah, she's a she's yeah. especially good in this movie. She plays uh, Tammy Faye Baker, and uh, Andrew Garfield's also in it. He plays Jim Baker. Oh, that's good. You know, yeah, he's, he's good. And uh, it's one of those roles that's very transformative. She she has like makeup on, and she does this. Uh, I wouldn't call it an impression, but she really invokes the character of or the person that is Tammy Faye. And she disappears behind that role. She did an excellent job. I hope she wins that. Uh, also up for Best Actress, Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter. I haven't seen it. It looks boring to me. I don't know. <laughs> I have not seen it, but, you know, know, I haven't caught up to all these Academy Award movies. But sooner or later, I might I might catch up. Yeah. Uh, I know. I have a lot of catching up to do. I mean, we're the men who watch movies. We should be watching these movies. Yep. But, uh, we are the men who watch we're movies. We're also men who are very busy. <laughs> yep. Uh Penelope Cruz is up for uh, Best Actress for Parallel Mothers. Uh, Nicole Kidman is up for Being the Ricardos. Have you seen Being the Ricardos? I've seen a trailer of it, but I have not seen the movie. Yeah, uh, you could skip it. <laughs> I uh, I watched it. Uh, it was okay. Um, 
I don't think she was right for the role, the role of Lucille Ball. I felt like it would have been better if it was like an unknown actress. Cause I just, all I saw was Nicole Kidman. A lot of people said, she, you know, she did a great job and it wasn't, it wasn't terrible, but uh, I felt like we all know Lucille Ball so well from watching the show. And I felt like her and Javier Bardem who played uh, Desi Arnaz, I felt like it just, it just stuck out to me cause you know, we're, they're well-known actors and I didn't see them as the characters they were supposed to be. And then uh, you have, uh, um, J.K. Simmons, he played uh, Fred, Fred Mertz. Oh, yeah, I, I heard about that. You know, he's a he's a good actor. But uh, yeah. yeah, so. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's usually pretty good in anything that we watch. Yep. But uh, yeah, like I said, it's just odd seeing these actors and uh, playing these well-known other actors. I don't know. It just they just uh, it just stuck out to me. And the story, it, it has, it's based off of when uh, Lucia Ball was accused of being a communist, which I felt like we've seen that before. I don't know if you've seen it, but there was a TV movie uh, that was that focused on the same subject. There was? Yeah, there was a TV movie about Lucy, Lucia Ball um, being accused of uh, being a communist. And uh, it pretty much followed that same, the whole same storyline, except this one, and, and being the Ricardos, it added the backdrop of uh, Desi Arnaz possibly cheating on Lucille Ball. And, uh, I, you know, I felt like it didn't really add anything new to the, the story of, of Lucy and Desi. Um, so that one I would skip. And then uh, the last person for best actress uh, that's on my list here, uh, Kristen Stewart for Spencer, which she plays uh, Princess Diana. I have not seen that one, uh, but I heard, I heard she did uh, good in that as well. Definitely, uh, definitely uh, going to give the Oscars a watch. Uh, there's a few uh, people that I want to see win. What do you think? Are you going to watch the Oscars? Yeah, I'm going to see if I can watch the Oscars. Or, is it on HBO Max or is it on TV? Uh, it's going to be on TV. I, I, yeah. um, check your local listings. Yep. But uh, yeah, uh, there's not too many movies I'm hyped about, but the ones that I am, I'm, I'm really rooting for them. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, and, you know, it's just, and none of this matters anyway. Honestly, uh, when, if they, whether they win an award or not, movie, you know, the movies that you like are your own personal preference. And it doesn't matter if they have a golden man in their hand. It's, it's, all, it's all relative. So I think that's time to move on. And as I mentioned before, two of the uh, Best Picture nominated uh, movies are remakes. Yep. And uh, I wanted to talk a little bit more about remakes. What do you... Uh, what do you th- what's your take on remakes? Well, they're different from the classics. Like, say for example, um, uh, Red Dawn. It was a different version. You know, it was like no, Swayze's version was very good. It was sad, but the the remake with um, Chris Hemsworth was um, a little bit different. So they're taking it in a different direction. So I'm glad they're doing things in a different direction. So yeah, I um, yeah I. I give the original one uh, two thumbs up, and the the new one, um, you know, probably a two thumbs up also because, you know, it, they were probably doing the same thing, but of course they were doing it in another different direction. But of course it was in memory it was in memory of Patrick Swayze, so I still think it's still good. Oh, did uh, did they give him an in memoriam in them in the? Uh, I think they did, the but um, but. Yeah, you know, I think like, you know, Chris Hemsworth um, does a good American accent. So I think that he I think he's like um, 
the best actor to, to be in the, the remake of Red Dawn. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I think they put him in that because he's he was popular from Thor. And then there's always a trend of, you know, someone's in a in a big thing, you know, from the Avengers. They put him in a lot of movies because then that'll get people to see their movie. Um, so, so you said you did like the remake of Red yeah. Dawn? Yeah, so now the now the first one, the first Red Dawn, that was about the Russians, right? The Russians and the Cubans. Yeah, it's very, which is very uh, being about the Russians. Yeah, it was, it was it was very controversial because you know, um, well at that time, yeah, it, there was, at uh, the time it was very very different. You know, the Cold War and stuff yeah, like that. exactly. Yeah, the you know the Cold War was happening, and I feel like I feel like history is repeating itself. The Russians are uh, are at it again. Oh boy. Um, and now the second one, it was about who? Uh, it was about, uh, you know, um, North Korea, the Koreans. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. It was, yeah. North Korea was attacking America instead. So yeah, the first one, the Russians were attacking America and the second one, uh, North Korea was attacking America. And I feel like they can make a modern day, a new modern day one where both of them are attacking. It would still be, it would <laughs> still be relevant because they're both, they're both still, uh, world threats. Apparently. Uh, yep. But, you know, I mean, like, you know, it, it is what it is, you know. Yeah. People make movies, then they make movies. But, you yeah. know. Now, now was yeah. that life imitating art or art imitating life? Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, what are some other uh, remakes uh, that we can uh, go over? Um, I know you had a good one, right? It was. Uh, it was uh, uh, the two point break movies or is it? Yes. I yeah. know. Yeah. I know we were talking about that off the pod earlier. Uh, so what's your take on the point break? Uh, the, the original one is awesome. I think that the, um, one with Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze is so awesome. Uh, it had a lot of gravitas, a lot of action, a lot of, you know, adventure or whatnot. Uh-huh. I felt that the remake kind of was lagging on a little bit, but I still think, you know, um, I still think the original one is a lot better than the remake because the remake was kind of, you know, not, not, not what I was hoping for, but, I guess, you know, I I guess, you know, there was some similarities in the remake, I guess. They wanted to make it, you know, a lot different. Uh, it came out Christmas Day the other day a, a while ago, but yeah, you know, next time they should make like they they should make it a little bit more better because yeah, you know, I think that's a sorry to interrupt you. Uh, I think that's a problem with a lot of remakes is that uh they don't have the same heart as the original. I think uh Point Break was of its time. It was, you know, had uh, was it, so Patrick Swayze, right? Another Patrick Swayze movie. Yep. Yeah, we're another on, Patrick Swayze movie. We're on the Swayze craze right now. Okay. And then also had uh, Keanu. Yep. Yep. He was trained by the FBI to play in this movie, so I guess he. Oh, in real life, he was trained by the FBI. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, he always goes all out for his movies. Yeah, he. I mean, uh, him, yeah. He always does it. Yeah, look at him in John Wick. He how much he trained for that. I mean. People uh, used to always criticize him for being a bad actor, but I mean, he just, he's one of those guys that goes all in, right? Um, yeah, I think, I think that's the problem with a lot of remakes is that, uh, you know, the original one is very a product of someone had an idea and they thought it was interesting and they put their heart into it and they put it out there, you know, and the remake is just, uh, it's usually a cash grab and doesn't have that heart behind it. And I think that's where they start to uh, lack and it's because it doesn't have that, that heart. Um, the thing, the thing is another movie that was remade in Hollywood. It's actually, uh, a triple 
uh, oh. remake victim. Yeah, it's because uh, there was an original thing, and I I can't remember the year, but it was a black and white picture, I believe, right? Yeah, it was like in the eighties, or like. Well, that 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 was actually the one in the eighties was actually a remake. Oh yeah, the, with the Kurt Russell and yeah, that one was a remake. Yeah, as well, and then they remade the remake. Uh, there was a, a uh, another um, more modern telling of the thing. Um, again, it's it's one of those victims of it didn't you know it wasn't as interesting. I think I think the thing with the the 80s version of the thing uh it's it's one of those cases where they did a, a an excellent job of remaking the content. They updated this B movie and they added some interesting effects. I mean the you have you seen the the 80s thing? I don't think I have. Kurt Russell. I would suggest you check it out. Yeah. Uh it has some really good uh, special effects in there. Um I want to say it's Rick Baker. Uh yeah, they had some really great special effects in there, and uh, it's all animatronics and rubber and and gore, and it it's it's just amazing the way what they pulled off with the technology they had. The remake, they actually did uh, something similar. They used uh, prosthetics and and animatronics, and then uh, for some reason they decided that it looked too like old fashioned, and then they put a bunch of crappy CGI over it, and they just kind of mucked it up and. And like I said, just the overall tone of the movie, aside from the special effects, was just lacking in that part. Because I feel like when they remade, uh, when John Carpenter remade the thing in the 80s, I felt like he had a, a purpose. He he saw a vision for wanting to remake uh, the thing, and uh, he had that heart behind it. Uh, another remake uh, I wanted to talk about is Scarface. Yeah, the 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 one with the, the black and white version, the one that was made in 1938 exactly, with uh, yeah. Paul Mooney. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know that uh, Scarface uh, with uh, Al Pacino was a remake. Um, what did you know? Uh, yeah, I think that's a, a great case of a remake uh, taking the original idea, just like kind of like the thing, taking that original idea and flipping the script and turning it into something great. Uh, what did you think of the Al Pacino Scarface? Oh, it was very good. You know, very gritty, very gravitas. You know, Al Pacino has that, you know, accent and whatnot and he does that stuff and uh-huh. uh mark margolis is in, in that movie uh-huh. for which if you don't know guys he was in breaking bad and he was so good in that in that movie and he was good in tv series tv series and he's good in ace ventura <laughs> he was in that yeah he played um oh ace i know you're talking landlord. about yeah that's right i was picturing someone else in my head but yeah yeah that's right he, he's the one who played the landlord right yep mr uh Shikadance. Yep, that was him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hello, Satan. Oh, sorry, sir. I thought you were someone else. Uh, but yeah, I think that's an idea, uh, one of the remakes that does a really good job of updating the content and making it worthwhile seeing. Because some some movies they just take uh, they just take the uh, the original and they just basically just uh, they shit out a, a a very like carbon copy bad version of what. You know what we could just watch. We can just watch the original, and it's it's way better. Um, another another movie that did a good job with a remake was True Grit. Yeah, you know the the thing about that was that the eye patches. You know, John Wayne's <laughs> eye patch was this way. The Bridges' eye patch was this way. It was oh. you know, different. Like you know, I mean, like you know, it is what it is. You know, the, the remakes are remakes, but um, uh. you know, it just it is what it is. I, I like how your takeaway from those movies was the eye patch flip. 
<laughs> you know, that reminds me of an episode of a spider, the, the Spider-Man cartoon from the nineties um, with the, oh. <laughs> the chameleon. Oh yeah. And he, uh, he took, he took on the form of Nick Fury, but he accidentally, uh, he took uh, Nick Fury's form from a photo where the, uh, where the image was reversed. And so he accidentally turned it to Nick Fury with the eye patch on the wrong eye. And so that's how they caught him is that, uh, he had the eye patch on the wrong eye. Oh yeah. That's a good reference. You know, that's, that's a very, <laughs> very good reference. Yeah. Uh, but back to, not to get too off topic here, back to true grit, uh, the original John Wayne. What did you think of it? Oh, it's excellent. You know, it, it, it's excellent. You know, John Wayne is a very, very, very good actor. You know, he, uh, he does his portrayal in any, any movies, but, um, I think after True Grit, um, he did this movie called uh, Richard Cogburn and the Lady. That was a sequel. Yeah, it's a sequel. I wonder if uh, they'd be interested in doing a, uh, a continuation of the remake with uh, Jeff Jeff Bridges. Oh no, but he died. He already died in the in the remake, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that would have been interesting if they did a, a, a sequel to the remake of True Grit. Because actually, I, I like the remake of True Grit. I think they did a great job. Of course, um, Jeff Bridges is phenomenal. The dude, he's, 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 uh, he's just a wonderful actor. Um, not in, uh, you know, his movies aren't always hits, but he's one of those actors where it's just, it's just fun to watch him, uh, in whatever he's in. And then of course, uh, it introduced Haley Steinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it introduced her as the, the young lady who was, a um, uh, um, she was actually, um, she looked like Kim Darby's Kim Darby's character in the original True Grit. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. You think that they have a similar look? Sort of. Yeah, okay. but uh, there, there, it's just a little, just a little stuff like that. But you know, it just um, yeah, it, it is what it is, you know. But um, yeah, J.K. Simmons was uh one of the one of the I think he did like one of those voice roles or he did like a cameo in that movie. I'm not sure, but um, True Grit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he uh, he he. I think he did like a voiceover for, but we don't see him in the movie, but we do see his voice apparently because, because we know him from a lot of movies. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't realize, um, maybe I'll have to look that up and see if he's in it. I do love, I do love JK Simmons though. I think he's still the, the perfect, he's the only guy who could play J. Jonah Jameson. Right. And I think that the, the, everyone agrees because he's the only one so far that they've cast as a live action J. Jonah. Uh, but not, not, not to get too off topic here. Um, but yeah, I think Haley Steinfeld did a great job in True Grit. Um, yeah, she was uh, she was definitely excellent. Um, now another another example of Western uh, remake, The Magnificent Seven. Oh, that was uh, uh, the remake. Uh, the, the remake was actually pretty good, you know, because you know it had Denzel Washington, it had uh, Chris Pratt, it had uh, Pierce Skarsgård who was the villain, and uh, it had um, Ethan Hawke who was like the a cowboy who learned how to he was like a famous marksman and stuff like that uh-huh. and um yeah it was, it was very good the the 60s version it was a uh, it was very good but um i still it sounds think, like you it sounds like you're liking the remake better yeah yeah really i, I thought yeah. um i thought definitely the original was a lot better well the thing was that i was, I was watching the the um, you know the original one and it um it was um I I um I don't know but it it was a lot different you know it was a uh, it um it was a lot different but I usually don't say this you know but um um the remake was a uh 
a lot better than the original one, but I really don't like to say that because, you know, um, I don't, I, I don't want to be off topic. <laughs> it's definitely a hot take. Definitely a hot take. You know, that's just like, uh, your opinion, man. Yeah, but, um, uh, actually, uh, technically, uh, uh, the Magnificent Seven is, it's, it's almost like a remake of its own, right? Because it was based off of, uh, the Seven Samurai. Yes. Uh, Kurosawa, in yes. fact. Yeah. Yeah. The Sam, the Seven Samurai and not to get too off topic, but that was actually based off of Star Wars, you know, how, uh, Jedi were using their yeah, white exactly. and whatnot. And, you know, Darth Vader's helmet was based off of a Nazi helmet. Yeah, it was definitely a uh, Star Wars, not to get too off topic, but uh, it was definitely an amalgam of different uh, influences. Like you said, uh, World War II, huge influence, and, and definitely the samurai culture. You see a lot of that in the designs uh, of the characters. Very good point. Um, he did borrow a lot from real life uh, history and culture. And I think that's what makes a good movie is like you, uh, especially when you're dealing with stuff like sci-fi. Uh, because you, uh, it's it's something that that takes you to really unfamiliar territory, uh, but adding those real life influences in helps make it realistic and and ground it a little bit, so it has that familiar feel, but uh, bring it into a, a new context. Uh, a Star Is Born is uh, is another one that's been remade over and over <laughs> yeah. and over again. There's several iterations of it. I know there's one with Judy Garland, right? Yep. Uh, and then there's one with. Um, uh, man, my brain. Oh, Bradley Cooper and uh, Lady Gaga. Uh, Lady Gaga. But yeah. One, but the one before that is with uh, um, she's a singer, actress. <laughs> uh, uh, is it Jennifer Barbara, Lopez? Barbara Streisand. What? Bar- Bar- Barbara Streisand. Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez. Lopez in the Star Wars. <laughs> no, no. That's I've never seen that movie. No. No. Um, uh, no uh, yeah, uh, Barbara Streisand. And then, uh, and then there was one after that, uh, starring Barbara Streisand and Chris Christopherson, I believe. Yep. Uh, yeah, and then, of course, the Lady Gaga one uh, with Bradley Cooper, with, which everyone thought that they uh, uh, they were uh, hooking up off screen. Yeah. But that's uh, not to get too off topic here. Uh, I thought that was. Uh, I thought each each iteration was uh, did a good job of being its own movie. Uh, that's, that's one that's one that's a good example of a uh, of a good remake. Uh, I thought that uh, the acting was great, the songs are great, um, and I think it's it, it shows you what you know having heart behind uh, an idea can do. You know, even though it's not an original story, they they made it they made it their own, uh, and they really owned up uh, to the the challenge of making it new and fresh uh some other remakes uh king kong uh what uh, king kong of course you know classic black and white film um and then they remade it with peter jackson what uh, what did you think of the peter jackson it was very good you know it it had like you know gravitas a lot of stuff you know i think they took a lot of stuff from the original one and they put it in the remake it was very, very good. You know, they got Jack Black. They got the whole casting. They got every yeah, right. had, version uh, of it. Yeah, Adrian Brody. Uh, he played the writer uh, that they wanted to write the script for the movie that Jack Black was filming. He's like a he's like a a schlock director. He's he just makes like crappy films, and they want to 
uh, push him out and the, the studio wants to push him out because they feel like he's not delivering. Uh, he's been filming a lot of footage and he hasn't delivered him a, a picture yet. And and so this uh, so he goes like this is his last chance to film a, a movie. And so he gets on a ship with um, Adrian Brody and then the, uh, he finds uh, what, what's the actress's name that's in King Kong? Oh, um, Naomi Watts. Yes. Uh, so they find her, uh, she's like a out of work, uh, vaudeville actress and they basically pick her up to this picture on this remote Island. And of course it's inhabited by crazy beasts and creatures and King Kong is one of them. Um, I, a lot of people, it's a very like, a, a divisive movie. A lot of people didn't like it. They say it was too long winded. I, I'm actually on the side of, I like, I really liked it a lot when it came out. I felt like it was a great adventure film. I feel like it had beautiful visuals. It was a little sluggish, but uh, I actually quite enjoyed it. Uh, and some of the visuals weren't, weren't really all that good uh, by today's standards, especially, I don't know if you remember that one scene uh, where they're, uh, the, the cast and crew, they're filming the movie on Skull Island and they're getting chased by the brontosauruses. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, I, I remember that. Matter of fact, it was a video game a long time ago. Yeah, I remember yeah, you know, that. I, I remember you coming over and you brought yes, it. Yes, yeah, I remember. I remember that, you know, there, there was stuff like that. And of course, you know, there were, it was, it was a video game version, of course. And it showed like, you can play the good guy. You can play Kong. Uh-huh. You can play. Yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> there was a lot of stuff going on, but you know. Oh, yeah. I remember, I remember, I remember playing that now. Yeah. I totally yeah. forgot about that. It was PlayStation 2. Yep. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a long time ago. Yeah. So that's a real blast from the past. Feels, uh, feels like ages ago. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the movie I thought yeah I thought they did a good job. It's you know that's um, that's just my opinion. Uh, RoboCop. What did you think about the okay? So no, the the first movie nineteen eighty what nineteen eighty seven was it eighty seven yeah, yeah it was like, I believe you're right very good uh, director Paul Verhoeven a very very creative director very creative um, of course RoboCop uh, you know the man who who's a police officer and he got shot by a bunch of douches douchebags and he he was revived as part of this robocop program uh and he's now half man half machine uh and he's out to get the crime in the city um and then they, of course they rebooted it remade it whatever you want to call it uh no no it's one of those movies that just doesn't have that heart behind it it just feels like a studio monster what do you think about it the the remake yeah, it was very, very different, but I like the Peter Weller version better because I like oh, yeah. one and two better. If you didn't say you like the Peter Weller version better, I would just I would just storm out of here right now. I. Uh, yeah. <laughs> OK, sorry. <laughs> go, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you know, there, there, there's so many adaptations, you know, there's Peter Weller. There's a Peter Burke who was actually in Robocop three because there was an interview about that about like the one a friendly version of Robocop. So I guess they got him. So I guess, Oh yeah. You know, that I think Robocop right. three was kind of bad. Oh, it, it kind of, yeah, bad. it was, it was, it was, it was more than just kind of, kind of bad. That is one big pile of shit. But, yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, uh, I don't really think about Robocop three, uh, Robocop, the original Robocop. Excellent. Uh, it's one of those movies that has, uh, not only has that over, you know, overlying story of, uh, you know, the action, 
and uh, sci-fi, but it also has like undertones of like political commentary and social commentary, which uh, I think that Paul Verhoeven is great at doing. And of course, the the gore is is phenomenal. I mean, I've, I've, a lot of people have talked about this and other forums, but uh, remember that one scene uh, where that guy gets blown away by the the Ed uh, two hundred nine. Oh yeah, that was very gruesome. But I think they have a director's cut. Oh like that. yeah, it was very very good. <laughs> Where it's like an extended scene of of that yeah. poor guy getting blown away by the the Ed two hundred nine. Oh yeah. Uh, another movie I want to talk about, keeping with the uh, Paul Verhoeven theme, uh, Total Recall. Yep. Yeah, Total Recall. It was a very very good. You know, very good. You know. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, um, Michael Ironside. Yes, and then of course they uh, they remade it later on with Colin Farrell. Uh, it's it's another one of those movies that it just lacks the heart of the original. Like I said, Paul Verhoeven is he's very uh, he's a very creative uh, director. Uh, he has this 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 interesting uh, aspect to his movies, and I felt like that just wasn't there. Like I feel like it's one of those the the you know, the Total Recall. Remake is just one of those films that just feels like it, it doesn't have that heart behind it. Uh, moving on, I have a lot of movies I want to talk about. Um, of course, uh, Ghostbusters, infamous uh, remake. Uh, okay, but the original, of course, is classic. Yep. The, yeah, the original one is, is a classic. Yeah, it, it's one of those films they always say is uh, lightning in a bottle. Uh, of course, it was uh, originally, you know, the idea was conceived by Dan Aykroyd. Uh, you know, his family is very into spiritualism and, and they believed in ghosts and he, you know, he, he still does. And uh, so he came up with this idea. Well, what if I, um, what if I took the idea of those old, uh, you know, comedy films with like the Bowery boys and Abbott and Costello and uh, you know, um, Bob Hope and the, the ghost breakers and uh, made it a modern, a modern take of that. And so he thought up an idea of Ghostbusters, although it wasn't the Ghostbusters that we know today, right? Yeah, you know, like they're they're very good. You know, the the Ghostbusters with Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray and Hal Ramis, um, they're very very good. Oh, very yeah. good. Um, but the original idea it was for him and John Belushi. Oh yeah, yeah, John Belushi. He was he was, was going to be in Ghostbusters, but he passed away due to yes. something. Yeah, drugs. Yeah, you know he. Don't he's, you, <laughs> he's John Belushi. Don't do drugs, kids. Uh, it's not very good. I immediately regret this decision. Um, but yeah, so he uh, he originally conceived it with him and John Belushi. It was like a buddy cop movie almost. Yeah. Yeah, and then they would travel through time and space fighting all these different monsters. And they were supposed to be like all this. Uh, it was like super special effects heavy. And there was many teams of Ghostbusters fighting giant monsters like Stay Puft and other huge, you know, beasts. And um, I think he brought it to Ivan Reitman, right? Yeah, he he brought it to Ivan Reitman, but uh, R.I.P. Um, yeah, brought it to Ivan Reitman. He was like, "No, this is this is ridiculous. This is uh, this is a monstrosity of a movie. Uh, let's scale it back." And so he, I believe, at that point, he brought in uh, Harold Ramis, also yes, the piece. Um, and they really fine-tuned it. They honed it in. They decided to make set it in a modern day, which was at the time in you know 1983, when they were probably writing it. it came out in '84, and uh, they made it about uh, the Ghostbusters as a group that like an origin story, basically. And they were just guys like you know plumbers, kind of who. Well, the original one, the original, sorry, the original script. 
they were just going to be kind of like guys who were just like plumbers who go around catching ghosts. And this one is more of like a, a, a an origin story, like about a startup of the company. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of intervention from, you know, and a lot of ideas coming from different angles that, that made it uh, like a very special movie. And uh, then they made the remake. what do you think of the remake? Oh, the remake was, you know, um, you know, funny and whatnot. You know, Melissa McCartney does a very good, you know, job of, you know, being funny, you know, so what, like, you know, she's, you know, very popular nowadays, you know, I don't know if she's making more movies, but I think she's making more movies. I'm not really, yeah. really, really sure. Oh, yeah. She's still doing stuff. I mean, not definitely not as much, I think, as in the past uh, few years, but, you know, she's still she's still doing a lot of stuff. Uh, a lot of people gave that uh, the remake shit. Uh, it was this whole thing on the internet. I mean, I'm sure everyone remembers uh, people complaining because you know it's the internet, and especially they were attacking the actresses, which I think is not fair. I uh, you know hot take. Actually, like the remake. Um, I feel like it's a good movie in its own right. I mean, I'm not you know definitely Ghostbusters one of my favorite movies, um, and I don't think anything compared to the original, even the, the new, the new one that came out, Ghostbusters Afterlife. I feel like it didn't really measure up to the originals. Uh, of course it's, it, Afterlife is, is continuing the continuity of Ghostbusters one, uh, Ghostbusters two. And then this is technically almost like Ghostbusters three where it's, it's no longer a remake. It's following the original storyline. Um, I feel like that didn't even measure up. So, I mean, there, no movie can really measure up to the, the OG Ghostbusters movie. Uh, but I feel like in, in its own right, the, the reboot, I think it had some good moments. It had some good comedy. I always enjoy, um, you know, stuff that they put out. I know Paul, uh, Paul Feig, I think that's how you pronounce it. You know, he did Bridesmaids, right? Yep. Yeah. He, yeah, he saw Bridesmaids. Yeah. It was, it was was pretty funny. You know, those comical ladies, you know, they're, they're funny, you know, they got, you know, Melissa McCartney, they got. You know, like uh, uh, Kirsten Seward, I think I I I, I don't I don't know, but and Brett, no, I think I don't think she was in that one. Uh, Kristen Wiig or Kirsten Wiig, there, yeah, yeah. Kirsten Wiig, yeah, that's that's the one. Uh, yeah, uh, I think uh, you know, they definitely have a, you know, the different type of um way they they do comedy. It's it's very like ad libbing, and a lot of people get annoyed at that. But I think it's I think I think I I actually kind of like that. I think it's just like you know. A bunch of people, you know, in real life, you know, they just kind of talk and they throw out funny comments. And I just kind of like that vibe. It's their own thing. This, you know, it doesn't always work. But, uh, you know, I, I definitely don't think it deserved as much hate as it got. Um, I almost feel like at, at a certain point it would have been better off that they didn't even call it Ghostbusters and just said it was an homage to Ghostbusters. I feel like you would have gotten a better reception. But, you know, it is what it is. It's, it's you know, part of movie history now. And uh, I actually own it on Blu-ray. Um. Any any other uh, remakes that you could think of? Uh, no, there's like um, I mean, there's so many out there. Uh, it's hard to pick one, right? Yeah, there's like so hard to pick one. What about uh, Planet of the Apes? Then? Oh yeah, Planet of the Apes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, a Planet of the Apes, the uh, the original one or the the, the new one with the Tim, with the Tim Burton. Let's start with the original one. I mean, oh yeah, the the original one is is a classic. You know, oh. I I've seen it and it has um, you know, Ricardo Ricardo Montalban and as like you know, other actors. Is he in the the original? I didn't. I didn't. Know I think that. he is. I'm well, not well, sure. I mean, it definitely has. Um, what's the drawing a blank here? Uh, 
Um, Charlton Heston. You can uh, put closer to the mic. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Charlton Heston. You know, he he was in the original one, and then of course, uh, Ricardo Montalban was in the other originals. Oh, he, uh, was he, he was in one of the sequels, or yeah, okay. yeah, the sequels to the seventies. The seventies. Okay. Yeah, so. I know there's a lot, a lot of sequels to Planet of the Apes. Yeah, just so you know, it gets a lot of confusing, but. You know, not to get too off topic, but there was a Tim Burton remake of Planet of the Apes. It yeah, was very, yeah. very different. But I like the way they, how they got, you know, Michael Clark Duncan. They got, you know, Tim Roth. They got Paul Giamatti. They got Mark Wahlberg as the human who was in a spaceship going to uh, the where see the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, and I think it's it's one of those sequels, or sorry, it's one of those remakes that I feel like uh, at the time... Uh, you know, it got a lot of crap. Of course, it's you know, it's not going to compare it to the original. I feel like it's almost like the Ghostbusters remake in that respect. It's like you have a, a really you know classic movie, and they remake it, and it gets a lot of shit for it. Uh, but I feel like over the years, it's I feel like it's improved in its in the way people view it. I feel like it has its own uh, sensibilities. It has its own kind of flair to it, uh, and it's it's at it's in that point in movie history where it's it's it, you know. They were still using prosthetics and stuff. Nowadays, they would do it all mocap, and it's getting to the point where it looks pretty good. I mean, you see those behind the scenes of like the Avengers movies where they have those dots painted on their face, and then uh, they do the CGI over that. Um, but back then, they were still using prosthetics, and you know, I think it was just, um, I think definitely it's it's looked on a little bit better. I mean, it's still not, you know, of course, the original is always going to be the best, but uh, I think people's opinions have changed, and there've been other. Uh, remakes as well there's there's uh there's there's been more modern you know planet of the apes movies uh like what's the one with james franco that started off that new batch the rise of the planet of the apes yeah i think that's what it was called and i, I saw that one it was, it was it was pretty decent um and there have been many after that uh didn't andy circus oh yeah 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 it? yeah dawn of the planet of the apes or there's yeah. something like that there was called dawn of the planet of the apes and then there was called um War for the Planet of the Apes, yeah. and that was with the Woody Harrison, you know, who who's the the bad guy general, and then of course, you know, not to not to get off topic, but it was really good, you know. But you know, for those who have not seen those movies, you know, you know, go see them because you know, you know, I won't spoil them. Yeah, you know, it's a spoiler and I think free podcast. Uh, yeah, and I think that's the most important thing is uh, you should go see these movies for yourself because everyone has an opinion on on remakes. Uh, you know, whether they think they're good or bad, you know, it, it's really up to the individual. And I think that's, I think it's important that you go see both, make your own opinion, you know, and, uh, I'm not here to tell you what to believe. I'm just saying what I think. I'm just, I'm just, uh, you know, giving you an insight to our minds, you know, but I, I think at the end of the day, it's, uh, instead of looking at the IMDB rating or the Rotten Tomatoes score, I think you should go and watch it for yourself and uh, g- uh, gather your own opinion. Uh, would you agree? Oh, yeah, I I would agree. You know, you know, watch it, you know, get your own opinion, stuff like that. You know, you know, it's just, you know, you know, stuff like that, you know, like, you know, remakes, reboots, stuff like that. You know, classic movies are so, you know, classic and whatnot. But, you know, when they make reboots of classics, it's a, it's a little different. But, you know, they have their own take, their own style to it, I guess. But, yeah. You know, like, you know, in the end, you know, it'll all work out for the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, form your own opinion and go check them out. And, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's the best way to go about it. 
Uh, now, like I said, we're barely kind of scratching the surface of the remakes. There's so, you know, so many movies, so many remakes. Uh, I think, you know, maybe, maybe we might touch on this on another uh, episode. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do, uh, uh, not, not next week, um, but um, I think we'll definitely revisit uh, the subject. We'll do another episode about remakes because uh, there's a whole list uh, of ones that I didn't get to. And we'll kind of go over them and say, you know, you know what we think about it. Uh, but definitely this is a very, you know, vast uh, topic that, you know, we just barely, barely scratched the surface of. Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, it's very good. You know, like, you know, reboots, remakes of classics, you know, it's different, but they have it in their own take. They have their own style. It's, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, in the, in the end, it'll work out for the best. Definitely, definitely. I totally agree. Uh, well, I think that brings this episode of the men who watch movies uh, to. Uh, well, I think that uh, brings us to the end of this episode of the men who watch movies. Uh, I hope you enjoyed your time here. Uh, my, again, my name is Alec. And my name is DJ almost known as movie man behind the scenes. Oh yeah. That that's your moniker online, right? Yep. Awesome. Uh, so uh, I look forward to. Uh, you hearing this episode and uh let me, let me try that again well i think this uh well i think that brings uh, this episode of the men who watch movies to a close i want to thank you all for listening my name is alec and my name is dj and uh, i hope you enjoyed your time uh, listening to us just rant about whatever the hell we want to uh of course uh, the oscars this sunday so i look forward to seeing who wins and uh we'll uh on uh, next week's movie news, we'll update you on the winners. And of course, uh, once you go hit us up on Twitter at men watch movies and uh, give us your opinions and, or you could just curse at us and uh, call us names. I don't care. Uh, it's up to you. You decide this is America. Uh, so uh, I'd say, I uh, hope you join us next time and uh, stay tuned and make sure to keep, keep on, on watching. watching. All right, thank you very much.